Hello. Why are you so calm? I'm haunting you. Okay, I'm done. Um, <laughs> I've been watching a lot of Ghost Whisperer recently. Um, oh. Great show. Corny, but great. Um, I cry every time. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing great, but I think we should introduce the show now. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, I am Madeline. I'm Olivia. And we are your spooky, sexy hosts of another Picture Show podcast. This is the podcast where I never watch movies and Olivia suggests I watch one. I do. And then we come back and talk about it. Yeah, indeed. That is the premise of the show. So what's on the docket today, Judge Olivia? Um, I thought we could do something a little spooky. So it's great that you started us off with a, a ghost. Get us in the Get us in the mood already. So this week, we're going to watch The Witch. Oh, I was really feeling since our theme this season is women in film, I was really thinking you were going to pull Hereditary out, um, but I've already seen Hereditary. So yeah. I've been like, ha, um, <laughs> in your face. Um, I've never, wait, I don't, I don't know if I've heard of The Witch. Explain. Um, <laughs> it's hard to, I demand I mean... information. <laughs> Uh, the Witch is the first film of Robert Eggers. He he made the the Lighthouse with Robert Pattinson, oh. and um, that's that's his second film. But The Witch is his first film, mm. and it's based off of like it's just very it's like very fairy tale-y and spooky, and it's just an interesting movie. And I want you to watch it. <laughs> I suppose I will. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't have a ton to say about it until you watch it. So, okay. Yeah, it's it's a big vibe, big vibe change from Portrait of a Lady on Fire for sure. Yeah. So you haven't heard of it, heard about it at all? I, I mean, I've probably seen it, like the title or whatever, thrown around. But I know, I know nothing about it. I know nothing about the cast. Nothing about the plot. Don't know. Perfect. Okay. Well, we're gonna go in blind. Oh wow. And, uh, <laughs> I feel like this is the only movie. Wait, no, I didn't know what um, Annihilation was about. So, or Eternal Sunshine. Oh yeah, I don't. Yeah, see, I don't watch movies. Um, good <laughs> thing we're doing this. Um, yeah, so I'm really going in, going in fully blind to this one. Cool. All right, we're gonna go watch The Witch, and we'll be back with our review in three, two, one. So we just got finished watching The Witch. Uh, before we get into the movie, I'm curious to know, like, how how uh, how much do you know about like the Salem witch trials and like Puritan culture <laughs> <laughs> stuff? Before we get into the movie, I'm actually hashtag Puritan core. I didn't. <laughs> I don't know if you knew that. I didn't. I did not. I definitely like wear little bonnets and you know. <laughs> spout fire and brimstone oh, I see I see that explains a lot for sure yeah. <laughs> um you know it's like one of the, it's one of those things that you learned as a kid like you went to like a traditional like farm you know like those ye old farms like in Williamsburg or whatever and you see how they turn butter and raise cows so you think you know a lot about like Puritan like lifestyle and then they touch on it a little bit in high school like 
I took, I, we both took AP US history. So like, they're like, oh yeah, we were like pilgrims once, ha ha. And then they're like, now let's talk about presidents. Um, so no, I don't know a lot. That's a very long answer to say. I think <laughs> I know a lot, but I actually definitely don't. Yeah, I, I, I mean, we both lived in Virginia for a while and that's like the hub of all the early America uh, Puritan hotspots. <laughs> Tag manifest destiny. Yeah. Um, so we we got to go see places like that and feel like we we knew were the vibes. Yeah. But I agree. I don't I don't think I I I don't think this movie is like trying to be educational really about like the times, but I definitely got like literally little house on the prairie gone wrong. Mm-hmm. Like because that was one of my favorite books like in movies as a kid was Little House on the Prairie and it felt like that because they're in bumfuck nowhere mm-hmm. and it's just the family out in the middle of nowhere Little House on the Prairie they were not eradicated from their town for having like some radical religious beliefs compared to the already radical religious beliefs that the puritans of the <laughs> town had uh, so you got to you got to admit that's just wild if even the radicals kicked you out all right, so I guess before we get into super specifics, I'm gonna I'm gonna read the the stuff. Mm-hmm. Okay, so the Vavitch, Vavitch, a New England folktale, is a 2015 period supernatural horror film written and directed by Robert Eggers in his feature directorial debut. The film stars Anya Taylor Joy, Ralph Ineson, Kate Dickey, Harvey Scrimshaw, Ellie Granger and Lucas Dawson. The movie is set in New England, 1630. William and Catherine tried to lead a devout Christian life, homesteading on the edge of an impassable wilderness with five children. When their newborn son mysteriously vanishes and their crops fail, the family begins to turn on one another. The witch is a chilling portrait of a family unraveling within their own sins, leaving them prey for an inconceivable evil. Inconceivable. Yeah, so that's The Witch. Uh, It's Robert Eggers' first film. And uh, I think he grew up in New England. So he was, you know, very, he's, you can see it in both his films, this one and The Lighthouse. He's very interested in New England, old New England in, you know, different time periods um, and folk tales and fairy tales and the supernatural kind of messing with people but also just like people messing with people Mm -hmm. and I think I think he's he's on a roll with that (laughs) for sure so it was okay fun film yeah you like you liked it overall I wouldn't say that Um, (laughs) (laughs) I I don't know it's like again I only had a chance the chance to watch it once Mm -hmm. Um, I feel like some of these movies I definitely just want to watch again to like really get a feel because like I feel like half the time I was like so like where's this witch at like you see her once after she snatches up and like you know drains the baby mm-hmm. um or mashes like, it into butter baby yes butter. that's right turns the baby into baby butter oh. uh, <laughs> and then you kind of see her like a second time like fleeting like in the the dark with the kids and and black Phillip or whatever and that's it so I was like I um but I understand like 
the who really who really is the witch well there is a witch but also it's like i guess the foundation of a of a new witch hashtag spoiler alert um, i don't know where i was going with that but <laughs> <laughs> you said you said that you liked it but didn't like it yeah um so i liked the end i liked like literally the last five minutes where black philip just mauls the dad to oh, first of all first of all actually no i loved it when the the two twins got their fucking just desserts because i wanted to smack those little cabbage patch assholes <laughs> <laughs> across the universe and then when the witch like i don't know like ate them i don't know what she did she killed them um and then black philip mauled the dad to death and then Anya taylor joy like stabbed her mom i literally thought and i said this to you before i was like as soon as she killed her mom, I was like, I kind of hope she goes out and joins forces with the witch in the woods. And sure enough, in a matter of sorts, she did. Mm-hmm. And I was very happy about that. Nice. Um, I like this movie. I think I, I didn't know what to expect going into it. I, you know, you hear the title, The Witch. And so you're expecting it to be like super spooky and about a witch. And this movie is not that really it, the supernatural is there like you see the witch like you said a few times but it's more about this family kind of tearing itself apart and the the like paranoia that comes with the t- like the beliefs of the time you know the religious extremist <laughs> beliefs of the puritans and how that can drive you crazy i guess but yeah. So specifically, I guess we can, I don't, I don't know. How do you want to do this? Do we want to kind of go through the movie and talk about it like that? Or do you want to talk about just like what you liked and go from there? We can go through the movie. Okay. So it takes place somewhere in New England. They, this family just came over from England recently and was living in a little town, village, whatever. Colon, it's not a colony yet, but the little town um, with the other settlers. And I guess they are extremely um, religious to the point where the other religious people are like, yeah, you gotta, <laughs> you gotta, you gotta tone leave. this down. Yeah. <laughs> Freaking us out. So we open with the family being banished essentially or, or deciding to leave. It's, it's not super clear like what is making them leave. Um, I think it's more like, well, my impression was, it's kind of like, oh, I, you didn't fire me. I quit kind of thing where they were like, (laughs) they were definitely brought before the the town and the other settlers were like, we don't like you. And then the dad's like, oh, you don't like me? Well, you're all sinners and my family's leaving before you taint us. (laughs) Ha 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 ha. And they're like, no, that's what we want. Like go. (laughs) So that was my impression. That sounds about right. I think yeah (laughs) um and so the family leaves and goes to set up a little house and farm somewhere in the woods and I right away I I really like the aesthetic of the movie it's very dreary um it it feels very like you can feel the folk taliness of it um like Hansel and Gretel kind of but I don't know more realistic yeah and then we see the daughter Anya Taylor-Joy's character Thomason 
Take. Which I love that name. Thomason? Yeah. First, I, first I was like, Ugh. but then like, as they kept, like, as her name was kept being said, I was like, I kind of like that name for a girl. It's a very Puritan name. It is but... a very Puritan name, but <laughs> I'm going to bring it back. I'm not having kids, but like, I'll figure it out. Um, You'll get a, another dog. and Yeah, I'll Thomason. get another dog and, and name her or him, Thomason. I'm down. I, I, I approve. Um, <laughs> she takes the baby, the little son, Samuel. Is that, that's right, Samuel. They go into the woods, or I don't know why she takes him into the woods and is just playing with him and doing peekaboo. And I know that this scene was supposed to be the opening scene um, originally, the scene where she's playing peekaboo, that was supposed to be the opening scene and then the movie would go from there. But um, the director decided that they needed a little bit more context for the family before diving into the supernatural part of it. Because that's where we first see that we we the baby disappears and it's revealed that he was taken by a witch and turned into flying ointment for the witch <laughs> uh that's like yeah before we get to that what how are we feeling about the the peekaboo scene well i agree with the director's call to yeah. do some more because you wouldn't have really understood that they were like isolated because it could have just been like who snatched the baby like was it the neighbor was it the priest no like they were miles away from any other people so like what snatched the baby is the is the better question um yeah I liked it I just it just cracked me up because like I don't know if you see this before the peekaboo scene I might be getting a little ahead of myself but like all the weird little like trinkets and shit hanging around the house like the like corn and stuff yeah like some of it some of it I'm sure they're like drying out or whatever but like Mm -hmm. there's like little doll like I I don't know if I'm like mistaking like puritan culture for like cult activity (laughs) but i was like yeah there are definitely like some special strand of like you know hyper crazy christianity because they got some weird little like dolls and shit hanging around Hmm. i don't think i noticed the dolls but i did notice the corn and like i know the the set dressing um was very meticulous and mm-hmm. the, they used the, they filmed everything using only natural light and candles which really you know made the film look very authentic and set the tone very well I think they I know that the the director said that they used more candles than you know they actually would have had because candles were very expensive at the time so the amount of candles in the film is not necessarily historically accurate but it's pretty interesting <laughs> bake <Yeah. laughs> yeah so then the baby disappears and is taken by the witch and we see him that that whole sequence is like one of the most visceral like horrific things I've seen in a movie it like just makes me want to crawl into a little ball and just like it's so just very disturbing and it's one of the only scenes in the movie really that's like violent like Mm -hmm. that um outside of the ending but it really you know sets up the fear in us as well as the family i think yeah um, what happens to baby. <laughs> how bad for the baby um what's interesting though is she's making like a flying ointment like that's a a thing that was a thing that witches did in the past you know people who believed in witches um 
they would use a unbaptized baby to, to end their entrails as, and turn the entrails into a stick. It's because at the time, a witch's broom, it wasn't a witch's broom. It was just a stick that they used to fly. Yeah. I didn't know it was made from baby entrails. That's yeah. good to know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Nasty. I don't have all of the uh, ingredients in front of me that was also yeah. needed. But <laughs> Where's the BuzzFeed Tasty video yeah. <laughs> of making... <laughs> You want to make a you want to make some you want to make some baby fat baby entrails flying ointment. Uh, this is what you're gonna need: three <laughs> tablespoons of whatever. Yeah, one freshly unbaptized baby, <laughs> a stick. Yeah, yeah. So after the baby's murdered, the family is devastated. Uh, the mom is like, you know, just crying all day. William, the father, and Caleb, the son. Um, decide to go out hunting or decide to go, you know, looking for the baby. But when in reality, they're actually hunting. Um, and the son asks the father, you know, is the baby going to hell? <laughs> um, because it was baptized. And the dad pretty much says, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I'd like to think not, but like, uh, he wasn't baptized. <laughs> Because I think I'm, if I'm not mistaken, this is me, you know, just pulling facts out of my ass. These might, this might not be right. I'm pretty sure you didn't get baptized until you were older back then. Yeah. I don't, I don't know how early they baptized children. I know that um, in Puritan culture, it was kind of required that you don't really bond with your children until they're around five years old because of, you know, the likelihood of them surviving was really low. So you kind of just, they were a thing that lived with you until they were five. And then that's when you could like bond with them and like treat them as a person. (laughs) Um, Like, I mean, I get it. They didn't have like real science back then, but I feel like that's kind of like like counterintuitive I feel like yeah. if you want your child I understand like yes there is like it, it's difficult to lose a child at any age but like I feel like you should be putting more care and effort when they're young to ensure that they make it past five like if you just like do the bare minimum they are more likely to like get sick and die you know <laughs> yeah. so yeah like let me just like gently neglect my three-year-old for a couple more years and see what happens they all should have taken psychology 101 I mean come yeah on. <laughs> The one of our societies, the way it is. Um, and when they're hunting, we see uh, a little hare, a rabbit, um, and that's supposed to be the witch, or it's you know inferred that it's the witch because hares were a symbol of witches and witchcraft in ye old times. <laughs> that that hare, yes, the witch was like creeping me all the way out like it was Mm. like like you can't see what I'm doing right now but I'm staring really intensely into the camera I was like wow you you want to know my soul vich (laughs) vich vich um it's kind of obvious in that scene too that William doesn't know what he's doing oh yeah he he fumbles with the hunting gear oh also he reveals that he he traded his wife's silver cup for this hunting gear in secret he didn't tell her and so because he's a dumb fucking man yeah and he obviously didn't he was not prepared to 
survive on his own with his family out in the out in the wilderness because he doesn't know how to hunt. Uh, he didn't have hunting gear to begin with. He shoots himself in the face, kind of. Uh, <laughs> he tries to shoot the rabbit. Or was that the witch like cursing his gun? No, I think it's just he's oh. incompetent. <laughs> no, he just sucks. No, the witch I didn't think... have to do anything. She was like, if he's actually a good shot, I'll mess with his gun. He's just like, she's just like, bring it on. He's She's staring him down and knows that he's yeah you know sucks he's a very prideful man and thinks that he can do more than he actually can which like definitely is like his like sin Mm. throughout the movie is like pride because like obviously his the first sign of that was the very beginning where he didn't think about like the health and well-being of his own family instead he chose like and i understand like religion is important to a lot of people so i'm not trying to like shit on people who are you know religious or whatever but like at a certain point like it's too it's too much when you're like literally endangering like the health and well-being of like others you know yeah like that's literally when it turns into extremism (laughs) is when you have no regard for human life when you you know choose your beliefs over you know others in a violent way, in a way that would endanger them. Yeah, um, I agree. There's a there's a theory that about this movie that each person in the family, because there's seven seven of them, that they each represent a deadly sin. I don't know if I 100% think that that was on purpose by the director. What um, would the baby be? Uh, so the dad would be sin or would. The dad would be pride. Um, the mother would be wrath mm-hmm. because she blames Thomason for everything and is angry and spiteful towards her. Um, Thomason is greed because she is greedy for the luxuries of life at the end when she's you know offered the devil's book. The twins are gluttony and sloth because they just kind of sit around and hang out all day. Um, They don't, they don't uh, help out. They kind of just sing songs and um, hang out with Black Phillip. Oh, Uh, would Caleb then be lust? Because you have staring at his sister's boobs? Mm -hmm. Reek. Anyway. What's the Um, last one then? Envy. Envy. The baby's envious that the rest get of his family's alive. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, yeah, so that's that's why I don't necessarily think um, that that was that's true because I know the director also it fits tells you to up until the baby though. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, the director has said multiple times that like you're just supposed to kind of take this movie at face value, take it literally. Um, it's not. You know, like a lot of the more recent horror films are very, are like commentaries on something. Mm-hmm. This one isn't necessarily that. And he kind of wants it to just be like, this is a the worst nightmare for a Puritan family. <laughs> it's just a folk tale about a Puritan family. But I do think that there's, it's an interesting theory. And I, 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 see I, some I, I would like to, to it. explore it. Um, I see like, just, just based off that, I, I see it. Like, I see how they are supposed to represent like, different areas of like 
forbidden sin or whatever mm-hmm. but yeah like the seven deadly sins like what's the baby envious of like yeah being alive no having <laughs> <laughs> entrails yeah <laughs> not being murdered um yeah so and also thomason like doesn't like greed for thomason doesn't make that much sense because like it's a bit of a stretch yeah she wasn't greedy up until the end she was just like she was kind of just trying to like make it yeah at that point i feel like she was like please marry me off like i don't want to be on this fucking farm anymore (laughs) that would have been me i would have been like i'll just i'll take my chances with another family y'all yeah if my mother's treating me like that that's kind of where we're at in the movie um they the family has dinner and the mom accuses Thomason of doing something with her cup, stealing her cup. And the dad doesn't like say anything. Just kind of says it probably wasn't her, but like doesn't tell her that he's the one that traded the cup either. So he's still protecting his pride in that moment. Um, The year. And then later that night, the the mom is like freaking out because, you know, the crops aren't doing well. They don't have a lot of food. Uh, the baby, you know, d- is obviously dead because it's been like five days or whatever since he disappeared. Um, so she's talking about getting rid of Thomason, sending her to another family to to get married um, so that they don't have to take care of her because it's one less mouth to, to feed. Um, Two less mouths to feed. <laughs> <laughs> True. True. Oh, don't her. Oh, she goes down to the water to wash the father's trousers. And then Caleb comes down to talk to her. And then the twins come or the, the just one of the twins. Mercy. The girl. Mercy comes down. <laughs> oh, I'm the witch. Quiet, Mercy. <laughs> So Mercy comes down and is like, oh, I'm the witch and mommy hates you. And then Anya Taylor-Joy, who has my heart in this scene, was like, bitch, maybe I'm the witch and I'm going to hunt you down and I'm going to eat your entrails and dance naked with the devil. And she was like, it's not true. And then Caleb's like, stop it, Thomas Ed. And then, <laughs> I love doing these accents. I'm so bad at it. And then Thomason's like, you you swear not to tell and she's like i swear it and then that comes back to bite thomason in the backside later yes it does um what did you think of like the accents and how they talked in the movie i kind of liked the the thy thou it just you kind of got used to it pretty quickly like yeah. i I got used to it pretty fast like it made me chuckle like the first 10 minutes when like when he and Caleb were walking to the woods and he's like thine mother and I love thou very much or whatever love thee very much and I was like okay like I love when uh the dad at one point he goes uh I'll have thee quiet it's like (laughs) (laughs) I'll have thee quiet Uh, oh that was funny yeah um (laughs) all of the dialogue and stuff is based off of old writings from the time um like how they say things about the witch 
for, you know, their faith and farming and everything is like based off of actual um, writings, which is pretty cool. And I thought the the dialogue was, it's one of those movies where you kind of need subtitles sometimes, <laughs> at least for me, because I'm, I'm dumb, but it's, it was uh, very well done, I thought. And I thought the like kids doing it did like an awesome job too. It was very impressive. Yeah. Like, like little Caleb. I mean, I'm yeah. sure he was like 13, 14, whatever. But still, like, I would have been like, so where do I say thou? And then like the director's like, uh, <laughs> like face palming. I'm yeah. a terrible person. They didn't, they didn't like seem less uh, capable. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Like they all seemed very, like it was, they were doing a great job. I don't know what, <laughs> I was to say it. They, they, they all did a great job. Um, so after Thomason pretends to be the witch of the wood and Mercy gets spooked, Caleb starts preparing to go check a trap in the woods. And um, Thomason basically is like, I'm coming with you. And he's like, okay. So he's like, start- I want to look at your boobs. So that's fine. Let's go. <laughs> so they start going in the woods and then all hell breaks loose and they get separated. The poor dog. Yeah, the dog gets munched on. Slaughtered. Um, and so they get separated. Caleb finds the Hansel and Gretel witch house mm-hmm. in the woods. And it's a Victoria's Secret model that comes out as the Red Riding Hood witch. I'm just naming things that she looks like. I don't know. Oh, I, uh, I know that she, she is a uh, Victoria's Secret model, the actress that played the witch um oh really yeah nice good for Caleb yeah and so Caleb gets his first kiss and it's very sweet um until it's not until it's not Thomason goes back to the house and is like I lost Caleb and they're like what the heck and so they're <laughs> the freaking out likely story no mm-hmm. uh, yeah sure mm-hmm. oh and then William actually admits to selling the cup to get the wife to leave Thomason alone for a little bit. And Thomason this whole time is just like trying to do stuff to like make her parents happy. You know, like she's just like doing stuff around the farm. Um, I don't remember if we see the blood coming from the goat's milk yet i don't know if that's already happened or when that happens in the movie but basically showing that like things on the farm are getting worse mm-hmm. um the animals aren't producing milk um i know i know at one point we see that there's like ergo or ergot on the corn around the farm it's a fungus or like some sort of it's a thing that grows on corn and vegetation that if you ingest it can give you hallucinations so i think it's just showing that they're not competent in their farming skills and everything is going everything that can go bad is going bad and also if you read into the ergot ergo however you pronounce it stuff on the corn that like some of the stuff is like the family going crazy that's just a little little detail i thought was interesting yeah um and then the night, that night, 
Thomason goes out to put the goats away and then finds Caleb naked in the rain. And he's obviously not okay. <laughs> he's been through it. Yeah, he's, he's uh, his first his first time with a woman was uh, <laughs> less than ideal. Yeah, I mean, he's also a child, so yeah. like definitely not a good time. So they take him in and they bleed him, bleed his head, which was CGI. Um, it didn't look CGI, so they did a very good job with that. <clears throat> Nah, the little actor's just got this massive, like, scar on the side of his head. They Um, had one chance to get that shot right. (laughs) Yeah, so they bring him inside and try to take care of him, and he's obviously, you know, not doing super hot. The twins are still singing songs about Black Phillip and about how Tom, like, you know, the witch, whatever. Um, Oh, and then Messy rats Thomason out for pretending to be the witch and then of course the mom like latches onto that and she's like I knew it and then the dad's like get on your knees do you accept Christ and then she's like yeah and then he's like good enough for me (laughs) (laughs) like cool thanks like cool good job now let's everybody pray and then it's because all of this is happening after Caleb starts screaming so they all go upstairs and he's like you know freaking out convulsing and then his like jaw locks and so they have to like kind of bust open his his mouth and there's like an apple a bloody apple coming out of his mouth because i think earlier in the movie he had lied to his mom about his him and his dad going to search for apples when really they were hunting um i guess i said earlier they were looking for the baby but they were they were searching for apples which was a, a nice little circle back. He's he's got an apple in his lying mouth. And also it's the the fruit of all sin that's that started it all essentially, the forbidden fruit. True, true. Um yeah, like the in the garden of Eden, the snake snake. Um <laughs> the snake <laughs> <laughs> seduces Eve with the with the fruit of knowledge of good and evil and i guess uh, that the was <laughs> <laughs> that was a uh, caleb with the witch and then he gives this like really incredible speech uh, i know i was i was gripped like when he was talking i was like this yeah. young man he's doing really well he, uh, tra- so i guess the the guy who um plays the dad uh does shakespeare theater a lot um, and so he worked with Caleb um, to get him to do that really well. Hmm. So I think it paid off. He did a great job. And it's all one take. Like, you don't notice because you're, like, focused on him. But he does it all in one take. And it's insane. Because he goes from, like, convulsing to giving this love speech to Jesus and... And then like, dying. Yeah, and then dying. It's insane. Yeah. What I'd did like you think of think, that whole that whole scene, just like in general? I no, that was like probably the best part of the movie for me. Mm-hmm. I was like, because it really showed like the fervor of which, like, haha, of which oh. Um <laughs> like really <laughs> really showed like the degree to which like they're like they're willing to like put the blame. Like they're they're willing to blame each other. They're willing to like do anything. Like, like the the 
they were just like praying so hard and so like passionately and then like the little kids even were like so overcome with like whatever was happening that they like passed out <laughs> and like poor um Thomason she was just like I have no idea what the fuck is happening but somehow I'm getting blamed for it just because I made one joke <laughs> <laughs> it was a joke it was a she's like stabbing her mom like it was a joke (laughs) i don't think it's a joke anymore yeah uh yeah and then the twins um yeah blame thomason for bewitching caleb and by all accounts like The evidence against Thomason is... Yeah, it's overwhelming. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Even if I was there, I'd be like, well, girl, you were there both times. <laughs> a little, little sus. A um, little, little on the nosy, don't you think, Thomason? I mean, if you were a Puritan at the time and believed those things, I could see how one would uh, turn on Thomason. But... Yeah. <laughs> uh, and, the, and then the twins pretend like they can't... Re- like recite the the Lord's Prayer, which at the time was considered a sign of the witch because witches can couldn't um, say the Lord's Prayer. And so they were pretending like they couldn't remember it. So like they were bewitched. And, and then they start convulsing and pretending like they're being taken over. Um, I normally don't wish for a child to be dead, but like, you know what? They got their just desserts. Yeah. That witch snatched their asses. <laughs> And so then uh, the dad gets frustrated and goes outside and Thomason calls him out for all of his shit, being like, you're a hypocrite. Like, you can't, you brought us out here and you didn't know how to do anything. And we're saying that we need help and you're still not, like, just owning up to your shit. You blamed me for the, you let me take the fall for the the cup when you're the one that, uh, you know, sold it and stuff. He also like sold it for the stupidest stuff. Like the wife was like, the reason she was so mad that the cup was gone. One, it was like a treasured heirloom from her father, but she was like, we could have sold that for food. Yeah. And then he's like, oh, (laughs) I didn't think of food at the time. (laughs) He sold it for something worse. Like equipment that does not guarantee you get food. Um, So yeah, that was, yes. I appreciated Thomason's um speech and then he like locks them all in the um freaking mini barn yeah he's like if you're not a witch then like this will be fine so he just locks them all in the little goat goat pen house yeah um and goes to bury caleb (laughs) and that's oh my god you sent (laughs) me a snapchat Oh my god, that was the fun. I rewatched that scene like five times. I was laughing so hard <laughs> because, like, so the scene where you know he digs the grave for poor Caleb, he puts him in, <laughs> he goes to like he turns to like start putting the dirt in on the grave, and he looks down, and the mom, the mother's in the, <laughs> in the grave, like caressing his body and just staring up at him, and then the shot of his face just slayed me he's looking at her like he's like i have had enough of this shit like he, he was done he was deceased <laughs> he was over it <laughs> it killed me i was like even though this is all your fault you did put up with a lot of crazy from your wife so like i kind of i kind of feel for you a little bit in that moment 
Yeah, but ultimately it was all of his fault. It's all his fault. Everything is his fault. Um, and then in the morning. <laughs> well, overnight. because yeah, like- yeah, yeah, you're right. You're right. So uh, the mom has a hallucination of Caleb and the baby. Oh, that was um, so gross. Yeah. And she's like almost seduced. Like it's obviously the devil talking to her. Mm-hmm. Um, and she's asked to sign the book right but it's distracted by the baby being hungry and then it cuts to like a raven eating her boob and it's it's just another another just quick visceral shocking image that is very effective um yeah that would that one shooketh me i was like <laughs> i literally was like i think i was watching it i went oh <laughs> <laughs> like really loud Oh man, that was wicked. Yeah. Um, and then and the also, dad doesn't notice. Like he's asleep the whole time. You don't see like a crow fly in and just start pecking your wife. Yeah. Um, like called William. And then we see the the actual witch in the goat pen with the twins, and she turns around and is like, hey, hey. <laughs> oh my god, uh, that was so funny. And then, like, it just, like, goes black because it, like, it's like, hey, and they all scream and then yeah. it goes black. And then and we wake up and the dad... any of this. The dad just gets out of bed and is, like... Crawls over his wife who's bleeding from her boob. Mm-hmm. He's like, He oh, walks oh. out. He's like, oh, what a beautiful morning. And then... <laughs> so like, you always expect him to be holding a cup of coffee yeah. and looking for the newspaper. Like, oh, yeah. man, just another day in the burbs. <laughs> <laughs> And he, he looks, looks over. over and it just looks like a fucking tornado hit the the goat pen. The and goats like are like skinned. The goats are skinned. The twins are gone. Yeah. And Thomason is like just lying there with their blood on her hands. Very sus. Very sus. Yeah, I know. I'm like, poor Thomason's really getting all the flack for this, which I feel like was the witch, like, and you know, Black Philip, aka the devil, like building it up. Like, mm. we're taking you with us. So, like, mm. you might as well just like have nothing to lose by the time we get through with you uh and he just doesn't say anything and then all of a sudden black philip nails him uh in the chest and uh that's charlie charlie the goat he was very difficult to work with according to the director uh a lot of the scenes that he was in they had to cgi out his handlers because he didn't want to behave um (laughs) where's his oscar he actually did send the dad to the hospital at one point um but yeah no that 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 moment was very shocking uh kind of, oh yeah when, the, when the when black philip i was like i was like he's been waiting for this moment <laughs> yeah but then the dad kind of just like gives in he's just like yeah all right and then black philip knocks him into the pile of wood that he's been cutting this whole movie like every time you see like something um stressful happens it cuts to the dad like cutting firewood because that's the, the only, only thing, thing he's good at control. it's the only thing he's yep. good at competent at. He's, good at his chopping wood. he's kind of building up his pile of sins every time he does something that leads to a stressful moment in the movie he cuts more wood to add to his pile of sins and then he's eventually buried by them oh. whoa <laughs> that's so good yeah nice i did not pick up on that and thomason's like what the fuck after uh the dad dies and the mom comes out 
and is like, what the fuck? You're, you know, blame. she's like going crazy, blaming Thomason for everything, which understandable at this point. And Thomason's like, no, I love you, whatever. And she attacks her, uh, gra- grabs the hatchet and like cuts her face and then just kills her. Just goes ham, just yep. goes to town. And then once her mom's dead, she gets up. It's a very uh, striking like frame of like the blood on her because everything else in the movie is very like gray mm-hmm. and like monochromatic. It's just very bland mm-hmm. and uh, <clears throat> dull. And then the pop of like blood all over her is very visually striking. And she goes in and she like takes off her clothes. It's kind of like she's like stripping herself of the Puritan lifestyle that's been holding her down this whole time. Getting ready for a baptism, if you will. Maybe. A baptism into Satanism. <laughs> uh, yeah, she's just getting rid of the the oppressive forces of the society that's been, you know, projected onto her. She's like, cool, if you're going to blame me for everything, then fuck it. I, I'm done. Everyone's dead. So, uh, There's no, no one can blame me for anything anymore because they're all dead. Yep. So, and then she just hangs out. And then that night, the, you know, Black Philip comes and presents her with the book and is like, do you want to live deliciously? And I, I, me, audience member, I was like, yes, please. <laughs> I was like, what's what's so delicious <laughs> I, I like delicious that sounds fun and she becomes a witch the end great again like <laughs> I said I really I was like at that point you know everybody's just like fucked her over like she's not in a great spot she's not gonna survive on her own I was like she's just gonna join up with the witch and then when she more or less did I was like mm-hmm, mm-hmm. oh yeah no it was it was good it was like, I wanted it to be spookier, but I I guess while talking it through, I was like, yeah, it was okay. Like, it was pretty good. Yeah. I mean, I I, I, I think that's a pretty common critique because I had that too the first time I watched it because I had no, exp- well, I, I guess I did have expectations because I was like, oh, this is going to be like about a witch. And then it wasn't. And then, <laughs> and then at the end, you're like, where's the witch? <laughs> yeah. Uh, you're like, where's the witch? I wanted more witch. And then you sit with it a little bit longer and you're like, actually, it was okay. I liked it. You know? Yeah. Um, that's kind of how I felt about it. Like, and I like that it's, there's not too much to read into it. Like yeah, you can not- if you want to, but it, it also works just on a surface level. Because um, I mean, as you said, it's like a folktale. So like folktales have inherent inherently have like lessons mm-hmm. so like whatever lesson or like whatever conclusions you draw you know cool but you yeah. can take it at whatever you know moral story you want yeah and I think if we were to read into it it for me seems kind of just about the fear of like a woman's power you know like mm-hmm. the because the fear of the witch in puritan culture kind of stemmed from the the fear of a woman's uh powers and anger and 
like emotion under a patriarchal system. <laughs> and this is like, you know, a woman, because both the mom and Thomason were presented with the book, you know. Right. And so one like both women were presented with the opportunity to live deliciously and do what they wanted that's so sad because you know if the mother had signed the book she would not have seen like the baby or caleb again like you know that was definitely like in his playbook to like entice because i mean like i'm sure you could i guess in a way live deliciously if you became a witch but it would be like at the expense of like murdering babies you know what i mean Mm -hmm. so like there's a price I mean, I don't think they care. True. <laughs> so. No, I'm not, I'm not saying they're like, oh, I hate this while they're like sawing a baby open. But like, yeah. <laughs> but like, there is a price. And like, the, that price is like your morality, like, so to speak. So, yeah. Um, she would have, and she wouldn't have gotten like to see her children again. Like, it would have just been like, cool got you now go saw open another baby you know yeah um do you have any specific critiques of the movie that you want to talk about um because it is his first movie and i i know that he is very critical of it but i think it's a very good first feature yeah i think it was good i kind of wish I don't know how they would have fit it in. Like, they did try to go back to the town. Mm. Or maybe, like, I don't know. Just, like, like just more about, like, how they left. Like, why they left or whatever. But it doesn't really matter. Yeah. I just, like, maybe, like, one of them was being accused of witchcraft. Who knows? And that's why they were run out of town. But. I don't think it would have ended very well for them if that was the case. You're right. Yeah, you're right. But yeah, I, I agree. I think a little more info on the on the family before. Or I think to really like make the moment where she kills her mom a little bit more emotionally like heavy. Just have like one or two moments throughout the film where the mom where they're able to interact in a positive way. Mm-hmm. You know, where you feel like it's a family and she's not totally resentful of her daughter the entire time Mm -hmm. um and that you can kind of feel the the gradual resentment as the movie goes um because before the only moment we see that's positive really is where she gives the baby to thomason before the baby gets snatched that's that's about it otherwise it's been it's been pretty consistent (laughs) yeah but that's just a nitpick i think yeah. Because otherwise the movie's pretty effective. Yeah. I had a good time. It was a weird movie, but, you know, it was a good time. Yeah. Would you watch it again? Probably. Yeah. Probably not for a while, though. Yeah. I don't need to see a crow pecking at somebody's boob again. <laughs> not for not for a hot minute. Yeah. Well, I think we can probably wrap up here unless you have any other thoughts on The Witch. I don't have any other thoughts on The the Witch. Cool. All right. Well, this was fun. Oh, wait. Um, One last time. Yes. Messy! <laughs> Clickety-clackety. Clickety-clackety. 
Like that kid fucking sucked. So bad. <laughs> Clickety clackety. I'm the witch. Quiet massy. <laughs> Just their accents. Uh, can't get over it. We do a good job of, of the accents. That's we should uh, be we cast should be actors. Um, yeah. All right. Well, we can wrap it up. Uh, if you enjoyed this episode, you can follow us on Instagram to see what we've got going on. Uh, Instagram is at another picture show or Twitter at, at another picture at another pick pod. You can listen to our other episodes on YouTube, on Spotify, on Google Podcasts, on iTunes, pretty much wherever you get podcasts is where another picture show podcast will be. Damn straight. So, uh, thank you again for speaking with me about this folk tale. I'm excited for next week. Her face always makes me nervous. She's like a little evil grin. Well, right now my face is extremely sunburned, so I probably look even more like evil, <laughs> <laughs> devil-like. Well, I'm excited too. I'm, it's always a good time when yeah. I'm with you. Oh. Oh. Likewise. All right. Well, I'll see you next week. Sounds good. Bye. Bye.